0: To start recording, and we can just record everything we're saying, and then yeah. I can edit it as
1: I want to. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! I'm ready to be like creeped out.
0: <laughs> the girl I was reading through my story again, and yeah, he's really fucking creepy. How many
1: pages of notes do you have?
0: I don't have pages. Um, you have like
1: a single page of bullet points.
0: I actually don't have notes because the story I'm doing is a Twitter thread. And so I can just scroll through the Twitter thread. I thought that you would like the Twitter thread. I do love Twitter threads. Yeah. <laughs> Have you read of uh, Dear David? No. Oh, yes. Have you read Dear David? I, a little
1: bit. I haven't... I don't know if are already... Are you recording right now? Yeah. Is that happening right now? Oh, my gosh. Um. Um. Yes. I know Um. when Dear David became, like, a huge thing, like, a, a year ago or two years mm-hmm. ago. I, I don't know any recent updates, if he's been posting any yeah. recent updates. Do you know updates. anything
0: about him? Like... Have you ever read through the Twitter thread and seen like the videos and I the audio? I have photos? seen the video Damn photo. Damn <laughs> it! Maybe that's <laughs> my um, other story then. <laughs> oh no!
1: <laughs> I mean, it's still like a really fascinating. I mean, especially considering the guy is so like, well, pretty well known. The Adam internet. Ellis. Yeah, I follow on Tumblr. And I didn't Just realize through, until like, illustration. Like,
0: I follow him on Tumblr, and I didn't realize until I was reading this and I saw his face on his icon. And I was like, I know this. Man yeah
1: yeah i wonder if I uh, do you um uh, how, how recent was the most recent post or like additional um, i'll check free?
0: for you now i gotta scroll all the way down because there's a lot of posts march 12th
1: of last this year of of that's 2018 year. oh of last year yeah i think i probably caught up then. damn okay. i'm so sorry i it's ruined okay. it soiled it
0: <laughs> um
1: it is very creepy was that the creepy one
0: it's fucking creepy. It's right? so fucking
1: creepy. You kept me up one time.
0: Okay, then I'll do my other story. You pro- I don't think you've heard of this one because I mentioned it to you and you were like, I don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> um, the Love Pass. No. Oh. This one's going to be tough for me because almost all the names are Russian and I am notoriously bad at pronouncing names. It's
1: okay. I'm doing one from <laughs> India. Perfect.
0: So we're fine. <laughs> um, do you want to go first? There's
1: tea. Do you want I mean, me no, to like, go do first tea? Or do you want me to go first? There's tea with that. We'll say. I'll talk about it when we're um, off air. <laughs> There's always tea. And, um, yeah.
0: You can go first.
1: You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. So, I don't exactly know how to dive right into this other than, like, you know how I've been really into India recently, like, since my class that I took last year with Chelsea, yeah. where it's like... India, and Japan, and Korea, and China. So I've been really into India, and I did, like, a presentation in Mm -hmm. Chicago about um, Katrakaya, the 16th century sculpture. So I was like, I need to find a story that Carrie Ann doesn't know about, or, like, something that happened. You picked a good country. And I I was like, India! (laughs) India is gonna be the place. (laughs) So I'm going to tell you about, and forgive my pronunciation, I don't know if anybody, like, potentially listening would know how to pronounce um, this Probably word not. or any of these places, and I'm going to be the other
0: podcast you listen to, no one knows how to pronounce anything.
1: <laughs> I guess that's really fair, so don't, um, don't be self
0: conscious, which I is really sad. Uh, my
1: goal in life is to live in India at some point for hey. a certain period of time, so hopefully, um, at that point, I'll have a better idea of how to pronounce these words. But I'm going to describe to you the man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> wait, am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I didn't know if um. I mean... If your your classmates would be upset with me.
0: I literally could not care less.
1: <laughs> or if Cheryl would be like, um... Man. We've
0: been watching horror movies literally the whole semester. Can I just do a have... quick
1: shout-out to Cheryl? Hey, Cheryl, I love you.
0: <laughs> Cheryl's class is really fun. I love Cheryl so much. <laughs> Let's suck up to Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
1: actually just spend this entire podcast talking about her.
0: Her class is so fun. I wish I could take it again next semester. Uh, God bless.
1: Okay, I'm going to describe to you the moon mu- note the moon mu- note fuck the moonot mu- okay the moonot mu- the munochwa. yeah i practice this upstairs and for whatever reason knowing the fact that it's being recorded i'm like i don't know what i'm saying i no. also don't know what i'm saying <laughs> The Munochwa. <laughs> yeah so in the summer of 2002 in a state in northern india named uttar pradesh which happens to be the most populous state in India with over 200 million people. Damn. Civilians in rural areas reported numerous growing attacks by a malicious supernatural entity known as the Mano- Fuck. You <laughs> can just call him like Mo. <laughs> Otherwise known as the face scratcher, which is probably oh, what wow. I will- <laughs> I will refer to it as the face scratcher from now on because goodness gracious- um, but according to victim reports, the face scratcher appears in flashes of green and red, oh. which has led to belief that this entity is of extraterrestrial origin, with the intent of latching onto human faces and eviscerating them until the victim is left unrecognizable.
0: No thank you. Which is like wild. <laughs> Thanks, I hate Wild.
1: It. <laughs> Um, the face scratcher is a nocturnal entity and because of its raw speed and power, it has not been seen for long enough for witnesses to see and thus create a description of it. So you can imagine that like this happening in rural areas of Northern India, not being able to see what the heck this is, but having victims have their faces clawed at, people are like, well, what the fuck? So of course, not being able to see it is adding to its mystery, and then, as you know, humans do mass panic starts to spread. So fun. <laughs> mass panic, and so this is this is this is happening like within like weeks in just one summer of two thousand two, like such a short span of time. But panic spreads, and there in um, panic spreads in Uttar Pradesh, and over seventy victim reports soon flood the news and local authorities. And like I said, people don't really know what the fuck it is other than the fact that it's, like, nocturnal and it seeks to, like, claw out people's faces.
0: So people don't know what it is still.
1: I'll get to, okay <laughs> as, as this is happening, I'm explaining sort of like chronologically yes, what's happening. Yes. But I compiled like a list of what some of the reports of this oh, like face scratcher. It's oh, look, let me tell you, Carrie Ann, <laughs> let me just say some of these things that these people ended up describing are wild. And like, it's just, it's, it's growing exponentially, this mass Ooh. hysteria. So I'm going to tell you, I'll give you a list of what people have described. People described a flying cat, a hawk, a rubber doll, a flying cushion, an airplane, a flying insect, and a UFO. And there are many, many, many others. Those are
0: all very different things. They're all
1: radically different. Like, you have flying saucer and then other people being like, it's remote controlled. And you have, like, a hawk. Like, people have no freaking idea what's happening other than the fact that some nocturnal entity is scratching people's faces. Dang. So the UFO and flying insect descriptions um, are by far, like, the most popular. And then villagers ended up believing that the UFOs were conspiring with the government or that the government had engineered some sort of super insect. And, of course, not only is this starting to happen in just, like, Pockets of rural villages in Uttar Pradesh, but then it began spreading further into other districts. Over 30 districts started reporting these like wild attacks from this like unknown nocturnal entity. People are just like, I don't know what the fuck, something scratched my face and I need to report it. And so, like, Not only are people reporting, like, victims being scratched, but everyone's like, oh, I know someone who's being scratched. And then it turns into this wild game of telephone, and it's just spreading all across northern India. So let me tell you what the fear of this entity caused people to do. Yes. There's just, like, so many reports of, like, villagers going, like, bananas because they have no idea what the heck is going on. But I'm just going to kind of read to you certain things that happened and were reported. A villager killed his dog when he woke up at night because it was licking his face and he thought it was the face scratcher. Another villager reportedly beat his father, also thinking he was the face scratcher. What? (laughs) A uh, 13 inch, a three inch insect, just three inches, was shot and killed (laughs) in Rach. They were thinking like, this is it. This is the creature. It's literally three inches.
0: Shot with like A gun.
1: gun. It was shot. Wait, I'm
0: sorry. I'm telling you,
1: a three-inch insect. Did they
0: shoot it out of the air?
1: (laughs) I honestly, I have no idea. Do you got like (laughs) sharp shooting, like like Annie Oakley abilities?
0: Like like Annie Oakley.
1: Like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying.
0: I can't. Three inches is not big. It's It's not. It's like typical
1: insect in Northern India. I would imagine. I've never been there, but I don't think that's outlandish. Maybe
0: maybe it is big for an insect. (laughs) (laughs) Is
1: it? I guess guess it could be. I don't know. I don't like insects. Um, In Sadat Ganj, the face scratcher turned out to be a blue kite that was um, a result of a prank by local teenagers. Wait, I'm sorry. Do you
0: mean kite like flying? Like like a flying kite. Like a little kid hold the kite in the park.
1: I I Or do you
0: mean like the
1: bird? Uh no. I mean like a kite kite. Okay, okay.
0: Cuz that's yeah. very different. I pictured the bird. No, yeah. Because I like birds. From what
1: I read, they made it seem like this was entirely is it fabricated. K-I-T-E? Or yeah. K-Y-T-E. K-I-T-E. K-I-T-E? Yeah.
0: Kite, you fly in the park. Yeah.
1: Okay. Like, like this is a man-made object that <laughs> <Okay>. these teenagers <laughs> <laughs> created. The they, like, attached like... a torch to it or something and, like, just set it free. And people thought it was, like, this floating... Because people are like, is it an insect? Is it a UFO? I don't really know. But there's some something with light that's happening. What and, asshole kid. And... <laughs> I know. <laughs> Isn't that wild?
0: That's such a mood.
1: Oh, my goodness. So teenagers
0: that, in, in countries never change. Like, no. All countries, No, they're like, all teenagers this is an
1: opportunity to be a dick. I'm going to do it, you know? <laughs> so then residents of Madra Village in the Mirzapur District spotted a car that they believed was remote-controlling these doll-shaped objects, claiming that these were the face-scratcher. Reports claim that throwing water on these doll-shaped objects caused them to retreat, spreading the belief that A... The face scratcher is repelled by water. And B, it is remote controlled, perhaps with some sort of camera attached to it. All right. Because of this, people began carrying not only guns and other like weapons, but they began carrying items like water guns and water balloons for protection. (laughs) Wild. (laughs) Absolutely wild. And then some rural villages were so terror stricken that they would abandon their homes at sunset. Just fully up and leave.
0: Wait, and go where? I. Wait, I'm sorry. Literally,
1: it, it, they would it's... all gather together and just exit. They thought they were safer leaving <laughs> together than living in their homes waiting to be attacked.
0: That's wild. Isn't I would that feel nuts? safer in my house. I would point. imagine I guess, so. I guess it has to be real scary to make a group of people just leave their. To so literally
1: just like up and leave. Well, some some families did end up like sticking around. I'll I'll get to this because. Okay. <laughs> Cause it's wild what people were doing. Um, but like I said, since people had no freaking idea what this thing was or how it worked, um, over a dozen strangers were lynched by villagers, just like random people were lynched because they were like, you're the face scratcher. What? I know. freaking nuts.
0: That's like Salem witch trials level of dumb.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. Um, uh, nearby home departments wrote to the Uttar Pradesh Power Corporation and asked for an enhanced power supply because the face scratcher has been noted to attack only at night. And this doubled Royal Village's power supply from 8 hours of usage to 16 hours of usage. Because they were like, if we keep the lights on all the time, it won't attack. You know? Freaking wild. Okay.
0: But if it's an insect, lights attract... People. I... Okay. Literally. <laughs> whatever makes them feel comfortable. Whatever safe, people do
1: to feel comforted. Whatever. Well, and then Citizens of Lucknow, a district in Uttar Pradesh, reported taking shifts at night, like we were just talking about, to guard their families and their homes. And then others reported removing the antenna on their TVs, claiming this attracted the face scratcher. Okay. I, I don't know how. Perhaps if it was some sort of remote controlled entity like other people's believed that, like, oh, another electronic could perhaps attract this malicious being. I Uh, really
0: I really love when people feel unsafe. (laughs) The leaps of logic
1: they will make. Like salt circles? Are we kidding? (laughs) Like, um really? Garlic? Oh my god. God. (laughs) It's all I mean it's no different, you know? Yeah. So it eventually got so wild that the Uttar Pradesh government sought help from a team of scientists from the Indian Institute of Technology in Kampur in order to hunt down the face-scratcher in Mirzapur and other eastern districts of Uttar Pradesh. And specifically, the team was sent in order to uncover if the face-scratcher was remote-controlled. So they had all sorts of high-tech gear going in there. They were using radar to try and spot if this was, like, like UFOs, or if this was any other sort of like electronic device that was floating through, but the IIT hypothesized that the phenomenon that was labeled the face scratcher was actually what is called ball lightning. Oh my God! Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's like the reason for a lot. Of Which is like, yeah, people are like, I don't know what that is. It must be a monster, but ball lightning um, occurs during periods of drought when earth particles taken up by wind get electrically charged and appear in darkness as fast-moving luminous balls. And so, in the summer of 2002 in Uttar Pradesh, they were going through a drought, and so, of course, this phenomenon was occurring. Um, And when these luminous balls hit human skin, they would cause pain and irritation because of their acidic content. Oh, I did not
0: know that. Yeah,
1: but while this is like a logical explanation, it doesn't like there were so many wild accounts of the story. Like this is more of a rarer phenomenon and it wouldn't like just in terms of numbers, it wouldn't just prove or disprove all of the stories that were occurring. So it was like, this is a logical thing, but we still have hundreds of cases being reported and this doesn't happen that often. So of course, mass hysteria continued and grew. So, mobs began forming and attacking police stations they burned cars they threw stones at policemen and they vandalized buildings because they claimed that the local authorities were not doing enough to protect them from the face scratcher
0: damn freaking wild that is wild freaking
1: wild these these villagers were like it's honestly it's your fault and we're just going to burn... Like, let's burn your car. Because that's somehow going to stop this malicious entity from attacking. I guess it's making a statement. It is. I guess it, it's making It's making a little bit more than a statement. <laughs> um, in one incident, policemen f- opened fire at a mob. Oh,
0: and they man. killed
1: one and injured several other people. Dang. And then in Sitapur, mobs vandalized a power station after the demand for round-the-clock power was denied.
0: Oh, wait. Hang on. They want to...
1: They wanted, they wanted
0: their lights to be on all the all time. All the time. So they could because stop the face scratcher from coming they to They were
1: them. that paranoid. They had no idea. No one really knows what the heck is going on, but they were that terrified. Dang. Let me tell you, there were so many, like, claims of people being killed. Like, I read, I read all these articles, and they were like, at least 10 people were killed by this thing. But, like... There were no bodies that were uncovered. There were no, like, photographs. There were no nothing. It was just like, oh, I heard that this person was murdered. It was never like, here's a name, here's a face of this person they're missing. It was just like, my friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a (sighs) friend knows somebody who was murdered by the face scratcher, you know? So it wasn't even like they had tangible evidence that could somehow link this mysterious entity to these quote-unquote... It was just hearsay. It was all fabricated. But these people didn't know that. They were just hearing it from each other. And they believed each other. So mass hysteria was just spreading wildly. At like exponential levels. But this is actually not unheard of in northern India. So actually this parallels an earlier hysteria. Okay. Um, over what was reportedly called the monkey man. And hysteria grew to such an unprecedented level about this like creature, that over five thousand high-tech police troops and motorcycled brigades were sent to hunt the creature.
0: Oh my God! Sorry. But
1: since this is not like the first time this has happened in northern India, they were like, we're not doing that again. Like the first time, nothing was found. Like. Y'all are being just kind of ridiculous. Wouldn't
0: you rather be safe than sorry?
1: I mean, I suppose. Then again,
0: if people are not being hysterical like every two years, a
1: flying cushion carry in <laughs> that scratches people's faces, like I, mean, I just can't take it. <laughs> pretty. Stupid. You know, like it's like I don't know, man. If
0: there were like bodies that were unexplained, like with like the Jupikabra, like a
1: period in the streets or something. Yeah, wild. Yeah. Like, then I'd be like, okay, then I'd this send is the, like the troops. Send them and bomb the whole city. <laughs> I don't like, know if that makes it better. <laughs> but like nothing. It was it was all just like he said she said this, you know? So the police were like, Yeah, we're not gonna do that again. Um and so instead of sending in high tech troops, they started handing out pamphlets explaining like the hysteria and also explaining to people what the weather phenomenon was. Okay. Um and then, of course, as the drought ended, so did the reports of this monster. Of course. So, like, it's just absolutely wild how quickly this, like, mass hysteria spread. And how there was no, like, they couldn't found, they couldn't, excuse me, they couldn't find, like, an origin story. They couldn't find, like, an actual description or any sort of photographic evidence. This is 2002. It just appeared. It just appeared. There's no, there are, like, videos that you can look at on YouTube of, like, potential UFO sightings that could be this, this entity. First of all, it's also wild to me that not only is this claimed to be either, like, a remote-controlled doll-shaped electronic a an insect or a ufo these are like the most popular theories like those are all wildly different yeah. it's either like an intelligent creature it's its own external extraterrestrial entity or it's literally remote controlled by someone or something like they're all so wildly different you know but you can look up youtube videos in like 2014 even of people being oh, no, like really yeah people are still posting videos and writing articles about this creature entity oh, yeah. it's l- becoming in culture yeah it's it's literally a part of like northern india and it just was like one summer it just spread into like select districts yeah it, it's just
0: then again like i don't know you know i know a lot about like cryptozoology and whatever creepy monsters yeah. and folklore i don't know i like that stuff yeah but like a lot of monsters and stuff are like creatures or whatever things that I spread by here so they get really ingrained in the culture yeah like, like in Britain like it's really big for people to see like cause like the big thing in Britain the big cryptid is like the big cat sightings where people will see like panthers in yeah. Like Britain yeah yeah. and they're just like oh my god there's a panther and you'll see videos from like you know 2015 yeah with Stop.
1: videos of of Things. Really shitty camcorder, nonetheless. are never like <laughs> iPhone videos that are crystal clear and you can see everything. Yeah. The audio is always really always like shitty. The person th- always has a flip phone. It's literally a face. flip phone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. At time. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, freaking wild. What it like initially drew me to this story was like one of the first descriptions, quote unquote, that I read about this like face scratcher was that it was like some insect-like creature, That's- and there were like. People had drawn what they had seen. I was going to
0: say, is there, like, art of this? Yeah,
1: there was, like, there were, like, spider-looking, like, creatures with, like, kind of human-looking yeah. faces. It
0: it's reminded me of, like, The Mist, the movie The Mist.
1: Yeah, With those yeah, yeah. aliens. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll show you the, the original art piece that I saw that I was like, I want to research this. But I saw this, like, oh. weird, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I want to learn more about this spider ghoul boy who scratches people's faces out that's creepy
0: i like it and
1: i ended up finding out that they have no idea what the heck it actually looked like if it was literally anything or if it was just blah lightning and then additionally when they say it eviscerated people's faces and made them unrecognizable like they had they did have photographs of people who had scratches on their face and like band-aids like it was not <laughs> people were not mauled they were not like because like
0: when people say eviscerated and unrecognizable but that's what reports said about people's body yeah. i don't think you look like you've gone through meat
1: you're butter. mangled you're destroyed like, you're, i think you're that gone. you do
0: not look like human, yeah. human being anymore.
1: no you're just you are a bit so of flesh it and it was scratches like, it's little, wild it's literally scratches. you'll have one news report that's like These people are just completely mauled by this creature and like have all these gashes and and it's all just these livid descriptions and they're just like so outlandish. And then you have another news report that's like, here's a photograph of someone with three band-aids on their face and they were attacked by this face scratcher this morning at 3 a.m. Like, no, you know, it's, it's, it varied so widely, but people just like had no idea what to do. They had no idea how to interpret it or protect themselves.
0: Well, so yeah, that was the face scratcher well, in you Northern India. introduced me to a, a creature I did not know about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently
1: no one else knows about it either. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. My story is kind of like a strange happening plus like true crime. It's pretty wild. Because like usually I would do like a creature, but I, I feel like I'm so used to so many of them that I wanted to do something that I still am interested in. Yeah. Because like... You know, I get tired of Bigfoot eventually. It's like, yeah, he's a thing in the woods. Like, I mean, even, whether or not you believe in him, like, he's yeah. still, I, I feel That's like credit. I know everything, so I don't feel like he's as interesting or creepy. This story has always creeped me out. Like, oh I gosh. think this story's creepy. Let me close my laptop. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm well, so I need, ready. I need mine open so I can, mine. I can, so I can read all. God, oh my
1: god. <laughs> <laughs> redacted. <laughs> read from my source, redacted. <laughs> <laughs> right <from> my source. <laughs>
0: Okay, so this is actually a really, really famous event in Russia, um, because it's really crazy, and no one knows how to explain it, because it's literally one of the craziest events that I've ever heard of in my entire life, and it it's really fucking weird. Um, it's the Dyatlov Pass incident. Um, D- okay, so...
1: You could tell I was confused. Like, you saw it at my face, you are like, I need to explain this. Okay. So
0: so <laughs> Dyatlov Pass is a mountain area in russia it's like a location where people go hiking and climbing you know like how people go to like climb like the rockies yeah yeah. it's the same thing it's the same thing except it's in russia and russia's you know cold and russia's russia and harsh (laughs) there's like a picture of on like a map of it (laughs) okay or not i clicked on the map and the pin that they had went
1: away which is fine it's right right there (laughs) okay so it's like northern russia yeah yeah always it's northern always
0: who wants to go hiking in northern Russia? Usually, These guys.
1: <laughs> people in the north tend to be more educated. Oh uh, Yeah. And tend to be more, like, city-heavy. Well, that's fair, because heavy.
0: The, these peeps were very educated.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> Same with northern India.
0: <laughs> so the incident um, is, it's about this group of hikers that, hikers slash, like, skiers that went to the Outlaw Pass for, like, an expedition, like, a camping trip, Um they were led by Igor Dyatlov, who is, like, the person who organized this group. That's why it's called his name after him. Um, okay. And, by the way, Dyatlov passed in the Ural Mountains, and this was in the Soviet Union. This was before Russia was Russia.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I
0: think it, it happened in yeah, do you know the 1959. 59? Oh, yes. And it's still a really oh crazy goodness. big deal.
1: That's, like, <laughs> that's intense. Oh, I know. 1959 was tense. I know okay it's, i'm ready for this it's
0: really crazy so first thing you gotta know is this group of hikers were very experienced they had been to these areas like this before they had experienced going through rough terrain they had all the supplies they needed blah, blah 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 you know all that fun stuff um they um they also had like a campsite that they like had like established for like their leader's like honor or whatever that they would like go back to, which is pretty cute.
1: That was like what, like at the base of whatever?
0: It was what around was the area, it? I I believe. Um That's
1: sweet of them. I wanna be the leader.
0: Yeah, so um <laughs> I wanna be <laughs> <laughs> Like
1: I wanna have nice lodging while you sleep on the dirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um additionally um one of the hikers was actually a geologist i believe it was what's his name yuri his name's yuri like oh my god Yuri, nice <laughs>
1: or the guy uh, the astronaut yuri yeah Gagarin? you're right something
0: like that yeah like the astronaut i'm so sorry his name was yuri yudin eden eden it's eden? it's y-u-d-i-n
1: okay I'm just gonna it gonna say probably you. doesn't help me, but I appreciate. Oh, it doesn't help me list. either. I'm <laughs> still lost. I'm gonna say Uden. Uden. I'm gonna pretend the
0: Y doesn't exist.
1: Uden. <laughs>
0: <You> <laughs> um. Just talking about Uden got me off track.
1: Okay. Uden. <laughs> you, you don't. <laughs> it's um, like a tongue twister. But
0: yeah, Yuri was a geologist. Um, which is like I always think geologists are weird because my dad was a geologist. <laughs> I always think they're weird. They're weird. I mean, they study well, rocks. Okay, so he wants. Like, he what really is their okay? Yeah, like I'm um, sorry. But um, he um was one of the nine that went on this this trip, and he was a geologist, and his goal was to like collect samples, and also like have fun with his friends, blah blah blah, you know, all the fun stuff. Because um, yeah, you can do both. But he had a lot of. <laughs> 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 How much fun is a geologist? I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anyway, <laughs> okay, and you know what makes him even more of a sad sap. He also had some health problems, so he had to leave early. So
1: oh, he, poor um, you, Den. what did he? You don't get to climb.
0: <laughs> he had um, rheumatism, which is something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he had rheumatism with it. Isn't that it, something uh, with your, your joints? joints. Yeah, yeah your joints. It, it, it makes
0: him. It makes it painful to walk. around. yeah, like yeah. yeah. So that's bad for people who want to hike.
1: Exactly. And, <laughs> and fun fact, and he for also people had, who like rocks.
0: He also had a congenital heart defect, which is also bad what for people who fuck, want to hike. So, in other words. He needed an office job. <laughs> he thought he could hike through this thing, and then he was like, oh no, I can't, and he went home. So, then the group dropped from nine to eight.
1: To eight, okay. Yes, okay. And he was not the leader, you said. He no, was no, 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 He no, was no. just some named geologist. The leader was Igor. Igor. Oh my god, that's so good. You got Igor and Yuden.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of fun names. There's actually two Yuris on this group. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Is it like just There's actually three
0: Yuris. What am I talking three? about? Three? <laughs> I'm just looking at their Whoa. names and I realize they're like similar. <laughs> oh, and by the way, they're all around our age. So they range from twenty. Oh, actually there's one older. They range from twenty with the old and the oldest is thirty eight. So most of them are in their twenties, but then we have someone who's thirty eight.
1: I'm gonna assume that's either Igor or Rock no. Boy. Is it Rock Boy no. who's thirty eight? How old is Rock Boy? <laughs> Rock Boy? <laughs> Sorry to totally derail you, but I'm very intrigued he's by you very him. intrigued by <laughs> Since you do have this information uh, in disposal, He's want. like
0: 23. Yeah. He's, he's like,
1: 23? He really likes rocks. Okay. Wow. I guarantee he doesn't have a in color. In the prime of his life, with rheumatism, <laughs> studying rocks, rheumatism, and like a heart defect. Like this poor man. <laughs> oh, man. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um... Yeah, and the oldest person, just because we're on ages, we might as well talk about him anyway. Yeah, let's do it. He's
1: 38. <laughs> um, also prime. Also prime.
0: <laughs> and he is the only one that, <laughs> he has like an actual like Russian name that he has, but people refer to him by this name that's not Russian at all. Alexander. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just to make it easier for people like us. Uh, yeah. I knew. For
0: us dumb Americans.
1: <laughs> In 2019. In 2019. Oh my goodness.
0: Okay. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, they went up to the pass, and they were hiking. I'm trying to remember how many days they said they were going to be gone. I I might I believe it might have been a week. I think it was a week. They weren't supposed to be gone long. Um, okay. So, you know, they ride the train in the town, and they went up to the mountain pass, and whatever. I guess they went up there in the early morning hours of... January 25th, 1959.
1: (laughs) Um, Wow, what a time to go into a mountain! January (laughs) in northern Russia. What the fuck? <laughs>
0: they wanted the challenge? I mean, they, um, they, did, they did want to ski.
1: Napoleon tried some shit like that. I'm pretty sure Hitler did the same thing. Like, don't go into Russia when it's cold. Like, you just <laughs> To be don't. fair,
0: they are native Russians. That's fair. They are hardier. They're built for this.
1: <laughs> the dude has a heart defect. But, 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 he's, but, he's less hardier. Okay. But they were
0: experienced in, like, hiking and whatever, and they did want to go skiing pair so it's a
1: cute little vac- vacation you know? it's a cute little they're, vacation they're out of classes
0: um and then oh by the way so just to let you know just to break down the group a little bit more the the group consisted of seven men and two women who were almost all university students just to let you know so they were good they were educated kids. yeah they were like us which is really strange
1: they are probably liberal to some extent <laughs>
0: I can't confirm or deny.
1: <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna say that the more educated you are, the more progressive you tend to be, generally speaking. Um, if that ends up causing too many problems, you can retroactively take that out of the recording. But um, <laughs> I mean,
0: I take a lot of this nonsense. This. No, keep it. This is the
1: fun stuff. This is what this is what we came here for. Yeah, like, how you just
0: went through your story, and we're just like t- chatting about the little. Well, things. I was just
1: like carrying. I don't even know how to describe this to you, besides the fact that. A flying cushion slash cat slash kite slash insect slash UFO attack people in northern India. Yes. But this is a lot of fun. I like this.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm very, very glad. Hang on. Um, oh, so they were actually had to be gone longer than a week. They were due to be back the 12th of February, so roughly two weeks.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, like two and a half-ish.
0: And one of the—and the the leader of the group, was supposed to send a telegram as soon as he returned home. Which is, obviously, I think you know where this is going. He didn't return home. <laughs> so, Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, so, essentially, I'll get into, like, the details of what happened, but in, in a second. I'll get into the details in a second. Um, so, essentially, this group went hiking. Then the 12th passed when they were supposed to be back, and there was no messages from them. Um... But no one did anything initially because they did go up to a mountain yep. for a vacation. They did go hiking. Weather could be unpredictable. So as far as these people, the people who were expecting them knew, yeah. delays could happen. Yeah, and so common. they're not going to worry about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But then, on the 20th, which is... <laughs> <laughs> which is quite a while that later. That is a long time after. Holy shit. A whole eight days later. A whole That's eight a days. long time. It is a long time. Um... The relatives of the people who had gone to that mountain were like, they need to be rescued. There's obviously
1: something wrong. As you should yeah, do, which is one rational. Is. I would have waited like three or four days at the most.
0: I know. But like, this was also the 1950s. And it was in Russia. Soviet Russia.
1: People, yeah. Okay. Um, You're right. Whatever that means. Whatever. <laughs> interpret that as you will. <laughs>
0: So they demanded a rescue operation and the head of the institute, which is the school that they went to, I'm not sure which school it is, but the head of the institute these students were attending, sent a fire sent fire rescue groups consisting of volunteers, students, teachers, things like that. Oh my goodness. To try to go find them. And then the army and military forces eventually became involved with planes and helicopters joining the rescue operation at some point.
1: Holy shit, good for them.
0: Um. So, on February 26th, Six days after the they were reported missing and they started searching, oh, shit. searchers found the group's abandoned and badly damaged tent. Oh, fuck.
1: <laughs>
0: the campsite confused the fuck out of everyone. They didn't know what was happening because it was weird.
1: <laughs> it oh, oh. didn't
0: make sense. Um, according to the students who found the tent, they said the tent was half torn down and covered with snow. It was empty, and all the group's belongings and shoes had been left behind.
1: Oh, man. I know. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: Investigators also said the tent had been cut open from the inside. Not the outside. The inside. And there were eight or nine set of footprints left by people who were wearing only socks or a single shoe or who were even barefoot. And they could be followed down the mountain, leading towards the edge of a nearby woods on the opposite end of the pass
1: oh okay so, so they fun. left together as a group like the supposedly supposedly yeah according to the footprints.
0: um but after about 500 meters the tracks were covered with snow and they couldn't be followed anymore oh man which you know i mean it had been on quite a while it since did. they were reported missing and since Lots they had of precipitation like, yeah i mean it is during russia on <laughs> a mountain
1: a mountain nonetheless <laughs>
0: um but at the forest edge near pine tree the searchers found the visible remains of a small fire and by that fire were the remains of the first two bodies.
1: Oh man. <laughs> I, I I'm very sorry for <laughs> the names of these people, but I'm not sure they're to, sorry too. I'm not
0: going to attempt <laughs> to pronounce them because they are long and scary. <laughs> oh
1: man, and, okay.
0: But two of the bodies were found. Shoeless, dressed only in their underwear. Oh um, man. Which is pretty interesting. Um, additionally, the branches of the trees were broken five meters above them. Five meters above them, they're broken. Whoa! I know. That's suggesting that right. one of the skiers had climbed to look for something, perhaps the camp. So they may have climbed the tree and fell. Yeah. Um, then between the pine, they also found three more corpses.
1: Oh. Yeah. Whoa.
0: Okay. So we now have five bodies. We have
1: five bodies. <laughs> yes. So how many? Men and women. You said how many? What was the ratio? Us.
0: There's nine people. There were seven men, two women.
1: And did Rock Rock Boy leave already at this? Rock point? Boy left. Rock, Rock Boy, Boy left
0: before any of the ship went down. So
1: there, there are eight people still up yes. there. Yes. So we should find eight bodies. Yes. Okay.
0: Um, they also uh the the three bodies they found died in poses suggesting they were attempting to return to their tent. Like they may have something may have happened in the process while they were trying to get to their tent and they died. In like their, they were literally
1: walking back to their tent. and They all. Or died.
0: running or whatever. What, what? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um. They were found at different distances from the tree, ranging from three hundred meters to six hundred seven six hundred thirty meters. Ooh, yeah. Yay! Then, fun fact: I'll get to these a little bit as well. Um, the four remaining travelers took more than two additional months to find.
1: Whoa! 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 Whoa.
0: Two months.
1: Two months?
0: Uh-huh. Um, Those guys were finally found on May 4th. May 4th. This was in February. Star Wars Day.
1: Coincidence?
0: May, they, the 4th was not with them. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs>
1: um,
0: They were sitting four meters under the snow in a ravine 75 meters further into the woods from the pine trees. That's a lot.
1: Okay, 75 meters. It took you two months to find that. I guess... They're also in a ravine. They're also and in they're a ravine. And they're
0: also literally...
1: It is also Russia.
0: They're also... They're also literally like 12 to 16 feet below the snow.
1: That's fair. That's a lot. That is a lot of feet. That's
0: like two of you. That is like and two. And like three of me. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. A little bit less than three of me. <laughs>
1: You bring up, that is valid. That is, Isn't the math checks out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, three of the four that they found were better dressed than the others, and there were signs that those who had died first in their clothes had, like, put, given them to others. So, like, they, there were signs that those who died first had given their clothes to the others, like, to help them out. Like, they stripped down and gave their clothes to the other hikers.
1: And then those people who stripped out died. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of information mm-hmm. to be able to uncover.
0: Then one of the people was wearing what they were wearing was burned and torn. And her trousers were like half missing. So she was only wearing half a pair of trousers. And her left foot and shin were wrapped in a torn jacket. Which could imply a lot of she things. Like an injury she could or have some stuff? kind of injury, but no. also wears her, uh, where's her where's her trouser? Dead. Where's where's her trouser leg? <laughs> Where know. is it? <laughs> yikes. Okay. So they, this was before they found the last bodies. They took the first five bodies. Yeah. And, of course, they did a medical examination.
1: So this was, like, February. Yeah. Like, late February when they yeah. found the bodies.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, These ones. The medical examination found no injuries that might have led to their death, and it was eventually concluded they had all died of hypothermia, which isn't that odd. No, considering they were in the mountains. And it also could explain why they were stripped down. Because I don't know if you know this about hypothermia.
1: Yeah, use each other's body heat.
0: No, 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 to no, no. Up. no, no. Hypothermia. When you get you get to this point where your body will start feeling hot.
1: Oh. You yes. reach the point
0: of being. You know when like you're out of the cold for a while and your hands start feeling they're mm-hmm. burning. It's like that your whole body. So like, you'll get cold enough where your hands or your body will start feeling like it's burning. So you strip down thinking you're hot, but that doesn't help you.
1: Yeah. So they
0: strip down naked in yeah. their underwear.
1: It's something to do with how like your nerves yeah. sense. Um, hot versus cold like i forget which one it is i think i think hot is actually a result of cold and warm activating at the same Mm -hmm, time mm -hmm, mm -hmm. your nerves don't like it your nerves are like we're going to perceive this as literally just pain (laughs) like
0: (laughs) whatever this is i don't like it yeah um one of the bodies had a small fracture in his skull but it was not thought to be a fatal wound um okay then they examined the four bodies which were found in may which kind of shifted the whole narrative of the incident mm-hmm. like completely. Three of the hikers had fatal injuries. One of them had major skull damage and both of the other ones had major chest fractures.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Um, according to the doctor, the force required to cause such damage would have been extremely high comparable to that of a car crash. Holy shit. They're in the mountains.
1: They're in the fucking mountains <laughs> on snow and got hit by a car.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe.
1: Cut up some sort of Bear charge at that. I kind was of thinking force? about a
0: bear, but there were no like if the bear had gone at you, I mean, you would have claw marks or something. Yeah, like you marks. wouldn't just have like
1: cracks. It doesn't just attack you like and a bear And there would ramp. have
0: been footprints.
1: You would have been. And I also, would assume, if it was a bear attack, to some point, if it
0: was yeah, and if it was a bear be attack angry. on the tent, for example, and they were running away from the tent to get away from the bear, yeah, then the slashing wouldn't have come from the inside. It would have come from the outside.
1: It's all very fishy. Oh, my gosh. oh, do you think it's the Wendigo?
0: Ooh. The Wendigo is really a North American thing.
1: Like uh, Maybe they were just part of Russia during the Cold War. Yeah,
0: okay. And they moved. I and mean,
1: then they were decided, okay, let's go over to the... You Americans. can
0: find the Wendigos in northern Wisconsin and northern, uh, like, like just... We're in Wendigo country. Let's just put we it We should go like. hunt for them sometime. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. You could not get me to hunt for a fucking Wendigo. Really? On the off chance they are real, I don't want to play with fate.
1: <laughs> oh, but it would be such a cool way to go.
0: I don't want to live being a Wendigo for the rest of my life. Because, you know, if you get get shifted. you become a Wendigo. I'm sorry. Let's ignore Wendigos. (laughs) The answer is, it's not a Wendigo. And it's not a bear.
1: Just me. (laughs) If anyone wants to support my GoFundMe so that I can uh, go find some Wendigos. Let's a commercial break. (laughs) commercial break. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Fuck. Right now,
0: you can get 20% off me undies. (laughs) (laughs)
1: One percent goes to Matt's trip to find when it goes.
0: <laughs> Y'all should attend my art sale. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, okay. <laughs> Why is that? Anyway. Low? Then like I mentioned before, the bodies though they had external injuries like a cracked skull and ribs, they didn't have any external injuries. So usually when you have internal injuries like a I don't know, broken bone. You would see it you would have bruising yeah. you would have cuts you would have something yeah. but they didn't especially if it was the force of a car crash yeah like if it's enough to break your bone it's enough to bruise your skin that's
1: why when you were like yeah they they waited until the medical examiner to discover this skull fracture and other car like blunt force trauma that equal to a car crash i'm like you would definitely like mm-hmm. you don't need to go into a coroner's office to see the effects of a car crash but apparently, in the mountains of northern Russia, you do.
0: <laughs> um, the, uh, the people who the doctors who were doing the autopsy said that it was as if they had been subjected to a high level of pressure, like something had crushed them, without any external injuries. Isn't that creepy? That is um, really creepy. <laughs> uh, however, major external injuries were also found on another. Uh, okay, this one is. This is where it gets really creepy. Oh God! Yes, I'm so waiting. another Fuck hiker, me up. another hiker, had major external injuries. Including a missing tongue, missing eye, part of her lips were missing, as well as her facial tissue and parts of her skull bone were all missing.
1: That kind of sounds like Wendigo to me.
0: I'm sorry, Wendigo? Stop with the Wendigo! <laughs> Wendigos don't care the, don't care about your tongue. That's fair. <laughs> um, she also had, like, uh, extensive damage on her hands. It's, like, this particular kind of, like... It's like bruising, but like with like pustules. It's like this.
1: Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's like it's like these weird.
0: It's like these weird lesions. It's like yeah, they're like horrid. um, And she also had like um, probably because she was buried under the snow, her skin was very damaged. Um, Like like she'd been sitting in wet. Like okay, this is gonna sound weird. (laughs) I'm going to try to explain how this looks. Okay. You know like in a horror movie when you see like a corpse in water and it's pasty and white? Yeah. That's what it is. Ew. Because that's like a real representation of that. Ew. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, but um, I love it. I just want it to draw it. <laughs>
0: um, she, additionally, she was also found laying face down in a small stream that ran under the snow and her external in- injuries were in line with... Putrefication in a wet environment, so like her body has started decomposed because yeah. you know bodies that are in a cold environment don't decompose as fast, but a wet environment makes them decompose yeah. faster. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's unlikely that that kind of injury, the damage to her skin, was related to her death. But the tongue and skull and the weirdness that that's yeah. is freaking weird. That's unexplainable. <laughs> so now we're getting into like the it's the speculation <gasps> of what happened.
1: Yes.
0: So there was initial speculation, of, and this is gonna sound very. <laughs> This is like of course people thought this kind of thing. Yeah. That the indigenous people who lived in the area had attacked and murdered them for encroaching on their lands, which that's is very right. much like a white people it is like, a like white people. let's blame the indigenous that's population kind others, of bullshit. The others so, killed them. as far as I'm concerned, that's a dumb theory.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because that's just a basic theory.
0: That's like this
1: is twenty nineteen, I'm sorry, y'all anymore. are just looking for a scapegoat. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, but of course that does not support any of this because there are only the hikers footprints principle and there was no hand to hand struggle. Fair. Um, hang on. <laughs> so there were also, like, other – now it's going into, like, not only, like, the speculation, but, like, a little bit more of, like, the information that, like, the doctors provided based on their autopsy. Yeah. Um, so they concluded in the files, based on what's going on, that six of the group members died of hypothermia and three died of fatal injuries. There is no indication of any. There were no indication of anyone nearby the group when they were in those mountains at the time.
1: Right, right.
0: Which is really fun. Um, like I said, the tent had been ripped from within. Um, the victims died six to eight hours after their final meal, so that's pretty. Oh. Close. <laughs> yeah. So essentially, this happened like during the night. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would. So they probably had dinner and then they. They died. all
1: had. The, they all died at the same night, though. On the
0: yeah. Same night. For, yeah, they think so. Oh my. Um. Additionally, traces from the camp showed that all group members had left the camp of their own accord on foot. So they hadn't gone together. They had just like they, they had been forced to leave. They left. They left because they wanted to or needed to.
1: Were the tracks? did they indicate that it was running, walking?
0: It was also a number of days after, so it's... Did they
1: all just decide to go pee at the same time? I would hope that's not why they died. That would be bizarre. Okay,
0: now here's where it gets a little weird.
1: Oh, give it to me.
0: On all of the victim's clothing, they found high levels of radiation. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like... Like, you do doing the Cold War. <laughs>
0: like, like, I've been sitting next to a nuclear reactor radiation. Um... Huh. But none of them died from radiation poisoning. It was on their clothes. And they showed high-level radiations in their bodies, but none of, they, they didn't have any injuries that matched that. Despite the level of radiation, would have killed them. Like, it would have killed them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um... Additionally, this is always fun, because, like, we're going after documents that were released um, by the doctors in Soviet Russia after they examine the bodies, right. so we don't have all the information. You've got to know things are redacted. Like, that's part of the conspiracy. part, They that, is part, that yeah. doctors redacted things. Right. The, none of the documents on the autopsy talk about the condition of their organs, for, for no, like you think it's a big deal or not, that is a not big too. deal yeah but there's no documents about the condition of their organs all i
1: know is rock boy has a bad heart
0: <laughs> and he's
1: not one of the bodies right
0: no he survived until he was in his 90s like later on oh
1: my gosh oh he lived for a while Gee, that's a long but time. obviously
0: he can't give any insight onto what, what happened like because he left wow i know
1: wow what's what the
0: like, one who did it can you imagine
1: can you imagine a man with rheumatism Kills nine <laughs> what others. do they do? Pelt them or the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Geologist murderer.
0: Um, and also, um, other than the rock boy who left, no no there were no survivors, obviously. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um so the official report that says, like if you had to read the report that said how they died, like yeah. it would say, and I quote, they died because of a compelling natural force. That's it. There's Whoa. no description. I'm compelled
1: to believe that. <laughs>
0: I guess, I mean, I guess I am too
1: You're like, okay
0: Yeah um, Additionally, the files have now been, like Like, you cannot request these files anymore They've been put into a secret archive
1: That's so, okay, like, if you really Like, that just screams you have something to hide Like You couldn't make it more obvious that there's something fishy going on here
0: Okay, and uh, uh, this is this. Okay, now I actually have some information that I didn't know Because this is really a recent update Oh gosh! That I didn't know was real. Huh? That makes me excited. Live April twelfth, twenty
1: eighteen. Holy shit! Really recent. That's yeah.
0: Um, the remains of one of the hikers was exhumed upon the initial the-, the initiative of journalists uh, of the Russian tabloid, which uh, a Russian tabloid that's a name I will never be able to pronounce. <laughs> yeah. um, contradictory results were obtained. One of the experts stated that the character of the injuries resembled a person knocked down by a car and dna analysis did not reveal any similar any similarity of the dna of living relatives which is really just a strange thing
1: what yeah so whoa, 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 whoa. so
0: so this person related to these people was exhumed had a dna test done and did not their dna did not match that of their relatives whether that's related who knows
1: so i would be, their if their dna I'm, no longer matched I'm that going of their to relatives subscribe
0: to the the radiation theory radiation breaks down your cells and right. your dna i would be thinking that if this was radiation that it broke down their cells and their dna couldn't be properly tested anymore fair that's what i would think but that's clones really fucking weird
1: i like that idea <laughs> you <laughs> think
0: Soviet russia was practicing with clones
1: yeah or but 3D if they printing were people. if they were
0: a clone they'd be related they'd match the family they're because so they're right. yeah they would be identical
1: i don't know why Androids. Thought, androids <laughs> But then they wouldn't have, they wouldn't be human DNA if they were androids.
0: Maybe. Um. Fuck. Now, there's also. That's so,
1: that's such a particular thing. Isn't that To work? have my DNA no longer matches that of my relatives. Like, there's no, wow.
0: So, um, there's wonderful theories about what happened. Before I talk about the theories, I'm going to show you a little bit of the photos that they captured on their expedition because they did capture photos. Oh gosh, I'm ready. Um, so there's some like wholesome ones like this. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. They you know, them. and they're hugging and they're cute. And then there's them like going up to the mountain. That's a,
1: this is <laughs> and super then eerie. Then there's like the campsite. <gasps> oh, do
0: you see that orb? It's a ghost. It's a ghost, duh. It's Wendigo.
1: <laughs> it's a of ghosts. Okay, okay.
0: But one of the final photos taken on the camera was this one. No one knows what it is or why it's corrupted. What
1: the fuck is that?
0: So people is that aliens? Well, that's one of the theories. Oh my gosh! So since we're on on the topic of aliens, I'll just go right to the alien theory.
1: (gasps) Yes, give it to me.
0: Um. Well, I mean, just to put it simply, aliens. (laughs) (laughs) The alien theory (laughs) is that they were maybe uh, aliens attempted to abduct them. Um, and so they're they cut themselves out of their tent to attempt to run away, but because we can't understand aliens, like they yeah. must have been killed in a way that we can't even fathom. Like, like they have these weird injuries because they weren't killed in the way that humans could cause. You know what I mean?
1: Right. That would that would explain that.
0: Um, but there's a couple other really really fun theories. Um, one of the biggest ones is the avalanche theory, which um, was popular and kind of lame. Initially, it was popular until a lot of other information came up, like the radiation, right, <clears throat> and the missing tongue
1: yeah I and mean, um, by the
0: way when I say missing tongue I don't mean like a piece of a tongue no, I like mean the whole, thing. the whole ass tongue
1: and just in one eye that screams aliens to me
0: like like farther than you could bite your own tongue off because like I would think it was an avalanche she could be missing her tongue because she bit her tongue off as she was falling
1: and an eye just one eye well
0: no I mean I'm just talking about the tongue the eye could have been
1: and on part know. of her lip <coughs> that seems was I'm, it this is gonna be such a I'm ready for particular this particular question do they know if the tongue and lip was cut, and if it was done precisely... There's not any... There's no data on that. Mm-mm. Because if it, if it was all mangled and torn... no, yeah, like, I know. That's different. That's when to go. But if it was cut, no, no. it's No, if, it, if it was
0: mangled and torn, I could see that being an avalanche because you roll into all this debris and you're getting pressed onto all this debris like rocks... I guess we're two different and people. ...and sticks. I don't know. I'm, like, a realist and also not at the same time.
1: I thoroughly think this was not natural and um, not terrestrial and orange so I mean
0: the avalanche theory is pretty pretty interesting at least it was pretty popular at first because like it's obvious it's a mountain it's Russia it's snow why wouldn't it be an avalanche Done. but there's a lot of contradictory evidence for that um, like the location of the incident did not have any obvious sign of an avalanche like yeah. if there's an avalanche you can tell
1: yeah no. <laughs> um a lot of snow moves from one place to another yeah. place like it
0: would have left a certain pattern of like debris yeah. and th- it would have left a certain marking in the snow but there were no signs additionally the bodies found the bodies that were found within 10 days of the event the ones that are found earlier on um were only covered in a very small layer of snow and if it was an avalanche they would have been buried or swept away yeah Plus they were pretty close to their camp so if it was an avalanche they wouldn't have just been like you know, off the side. They would have been like miles away. Yeah. So there's that.
1: Were were they camping at the base of the mountain? Or no, like up of... in the
0: mountain. Oh, not like high, I don't think. Like I don't think they were close to the peak.
1: Okay.
0: Um, but they were like not at the base. I I believe they're somewhere like in the middle. Um So, uh also another like over a hundred expeditions were performed in the region to research this whole thing that happened the incident um and none of them have ever reported conditions like at the like at the incident and after the incident no one has ever reported conditions to create an avalanche in that area so like
1: any reports of radiation
0: we'll get to radiation (laughs) (gasps) oh my gosh this just gets there's just so much to this oh oh Oh. you have no idea (laughs) oh my gosh the tongue shit really creeps me out (laughs) there's
1: more on the tongue oh
0: god i wish i don't know maybe
1: did they find the tongue who knows I'm so ready for that <laughs> <laughs> <What the heck? laughs> that just screamed that, how does that not sound like an alien to you
0: Matt like I if I was even, an alien I've I really would be like I've only about two theories
1: <laughs> yeah but I really like aliens you really want it to be aliens I really do want it to be aliens that explains like <laughs> that's so peculiar to just have a tongue and an eye and part of a lip like if I were an alien I'd be like yeah I just want to test this tissue and now I have to murder everybody else so they don't know why I was here you know
0: yeah not saying i am an alien but (laughs) okay so another i'm just gonna let let it slide let it slide (laughs) so another um theory that is kind of interesting is this rare event called (laughs) catabatic catab i'm just gonna say i think it's catabatic or catabatic it's catabatic winds
1: catabatic winds
0: yes um which is a rare like air and weather phenomenon um Which is, like, a wind that carries high density air from, like, a higher elevation down a slope under the force of gravity, which is, like, really strange. Um, Yeah. So, they're called, like, windfalls, um, and it can rush down slopes at hurricane speeds. Oh. Which is all really fast. So, like, you know, a lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That could be, I mean, would that be cause for death? Blunt force trauma from wind.
0: Well, let's read some more on the theories. Um, but it's really not it's not common at all in Russia. You really see it more in like the Arctic, like. But Russia's also cold.
1: Northern this is Russia northern Russia. Russia. January.
0: Yeah, so yeah. it is possible. Um, they're rare events, but they can be extremely violent. And a similar case in Sweden happened when eight hikers perished in 1978 after the aftermath of a catabatic wind. Um, oh, fuck. And the typography of the area was very similar to the past's typography.
1: So, with these with these winds, catabatic winds, would they happen? In like, were they unpredictable? Yeah. Or, oh, wow. You can't predict winds anyway. <laughs> I I mean, I suppose, but if like, like if the, her- the conditions were already harsh, would it well, be It's if, such a rare like. Occurrence. Oh, it could lead to this wind.
0: It's such a rare occurrence. You would never expect it to happen. Like.
1: I guess. But if if there were like if there was a village, for instance, and this in this mountainscape and they're just like you know, people are just walking outside on the sidewalk, could they be hit by this random wind if it's just like a nice whatever? Well I think it
0: depends on the location and the time of the year. But like you said, it's like very
1: curious. If there were like signs leading up to it, you know? I don't know if there are signs. But like I said, it's
0: super rare in Russia. Like 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 lightning striking twice kind of rare. Like really fucking rare. Like um, so, more on that, um, a sudden catabatic wind like that would have made it impossible to remain in the tent, and the most rational course of action would have been for the hikers to um, cover the tent with snow and seek shelter at the tree lines, so, you know, so they cover the tent with snow so, so their um, tent wouldn't blow away and yeah. then seek shelter at the tree line because trees break up wind. Yeah. Um, there was also a flashlight left turned on on top of the tent, possibly left there intentionally so hikers could make their way back when the wind subsided. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and additionally, the, um, investigation of the expedition showed that people who died by the tree line started to construct, like, a rudimentary shelter, um, which of course was knocked down, if there were winds, knocked down with the winds. They were
1: educated. Yeah. Made a little bit into. And
0: the winds could have also resulted in the hikers being buried.
1: Okay. So that could be possible. I'm slowly being convinced. But
0: there's a lot of other theories. I still feel like aliens. So this is another interesting one that I find interesting, uh, infrasound.
1: Infrasound. (laughs)
0: Infrasound can make people a little crazy, you
1: know. Oh Um, my. Educate me.
0: So infrasound can also be, it can occur in nature. Like, it's not just like a human-made thing. Infrasound can happen anywhere. Um, so there are like natural occurrences that can cause infrasound to be
1: created and then people to be freaked out. Um... Is infrasound not detectable by human ears? No, you
0: can't hear it, but you can feel it.
1: That's what—that's what infra. That's what. Yeah. That's leading me. To yeah. So infrasound so is not
0: detectable it. by your hearing, but it causes like feelings of anxiety or fear. It's just a weird thing. Your yeah. like your mind can detect Sense that it's there, that, but yeah. your ears cannot.
1: I like that. Isn't that cool? That's <laughs>
0: psychological warfare. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean this is once again the <laughs> <It's me. laughs>
1: Um
0: so there's like this thing also with wind that can happen that has a name that i'm not going to pronounce for you but it could be that the shifting of air like you know warm and cold air could have created like this vortex phenomenon that could have caused infrasound um which is very capable of leading, of leading to panic attacks in humans. Yeah, okay. And people, as you know from your story, are really bad when they're panicking in a group.
1: For no reason, too.
0: Yeah, like, they don't know what's wrong. They For just no know that that reason. person's panicking. I, I should, should also panic, panic too. Because yeah. I'm a herd animal and I can control it.
1: And we're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yep. Um, Pack mentality.
0: <laughs> so uh, this person who... This is actually from a book called Dead Mountain about about this um, about this incident.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. And the authors hypothesized that the movement of the wind over the mountain created infrasound which caused physical discomfort and mental distress among the hikers. And because of the panic, they were driven from the tent by whatever means necessary, which could explain why it was cut from the inside, Mm -hmm. and forced down the slope. But by the time they were further down the hill, they would have been out of infrasound's path, would have regained composure, but in darkness, and would have been unable to return to their tent.
1: Oh, because they left at night. Yeah. Dumb! Because they wouldn't be able to see it. I would just have a panic attack in my tent. I would just um. stay in there.
0: <laughs> and then the uh, author also says that the traumatic injuries suffered by three of the victims could also be the result of their stumbling over a ledge of the ravine in the darkness and landing on rocks at the bottom. Which I don't know if I subscribe to, considering the injuries were only internal, internal. and not external. Yeah, which is weird to me. But this guy's also not a scientist. A scientist. <laughs> um. But I don't know. Never sounds, like in- sounds weird. sounds weird. I don't think he'd like that. <laughs> oh, sorry, is he still this alive? Book's from 2013. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> I am so sorry. I'm sorry to Donnie Ishar.
1: Shoot, this book. <laughs> I did not mean to okay, belittle you. Here's
0: one of my favorite theories. I really like this because it makes sense for the time period. Okay. Military testing.
1: That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Cuban Missile Crisis was '62, so it's not like it was so far away mm-hmm, chronologically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean not like the Cuban Missile Crisis is necessarily like quote unquote military <laughs> testing, but like in terms of just like the the nuclear race and yeah. the tensions within the Cold yeah, yeah. War. Like it was all pretty it was happening oh, yeah. at this time.
0: So speculation exists that the campsite fell within in the path of a Soviet parachute mine exercise, um, which is uh, you know, Russian bomb testing. So yeah. fun, don't you love that? Yeah. Um this theory alleges that the hikers woken by loud explosions fled the tent shoeless and shell-shocked in panic and found themselves unable to return for a supply retrieval. Um, oh. Yeah. And then after some members froze to death to, uh, after after members froze to death attempting to endure the bombardment, other commandeered their clothing only to be fatally injured by the sub- subsequent parachute mine explosions. Yeah. Um, there are ah. records of parachute mines being tested by the Soviet military in the area around the time the hikers were there. Oh, okay. Which is pretty fun. Um, Parachute minds cause less external trauma. Um, So, like, that could possibly explain their internal injuries with no external injuries. Yeah. um, Because they don't cause as much external trauma.
1: What are they um, made out of? Do you know? Mm-mm.
0: Okay. You'd have to do your own research on that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there is a Wikipedia. Time for my homework. Time for
1: your homework. <laughs> Call to action. I mean, I'm going
0: to read about the face scratcher later. I want to see more drawings. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. He's wild. I'm going to do some drawings of him. That's right up my alley.
0: Um. Additionally, in the area, locals had reported um sightings of glowing orange orbs floating or falling in the sky around the hikers.
1: Yes, give it to okay, me. Which
0: could be aliens. Or souls. <laughs> or... <laughs> or um like white balls. Or bombs. Yes. Or bombs. <laughs> um, you know, who knows? Just you know, all the general stuff that happens in the US or <laughs> in the in Russia I mean. And
1: just and the dark in general, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um one of uh, another another kind of theory connected to this, um, also like like explaining some of the injuries like the weird tongue missing in the face, like if this happened and they were forced from their tent and they like the explosions happened and whatever Than like, the explaining of the tongue and the missing eyes of scavenging animals. Um, However, that feels weird.
1: That does feel weird.
0: Because why would an animal only go after these, like, three specific areas?
1: I guess we're so human that when we hear that eye-tongue-lip, like, to us, that's so... I don't know. It could very well be random, and the odds of that are probably not too astronomical. But for us, we're like... That's a sign. That's a message. You know? At least that's how I'm interpreting that. I'm like, someone did that or something did that with intent. Yeah. But it very well could just be, yeah, animals see softer tissues on a frozen corpse and they're just gonna... But the
0: face is like a weird space to go for anyway. I suppose. Because your softer tissue would be like your stomach. Yeah. Like, why would I go for like a place that isn't even all that fleshy if I'm a scavenger. I suppose. And why would I only eat part of the face and then leave?
1: Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm I'm not not.
0: an animal. (laughs) I'm
1: not an animal. I mean, I am, but I'm not. I mean, we are, yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, some also speculate that the bodies were, like, unnaturally manipulated due to, um, the fourth stage of decomposition, which they would have been found in, which is liver mortis, which is when the blood starts pooling at the lowest point of the body. You know, like, when, like, you're laying down and, like, your blood, like, rushes down to one area. It's, like, that. Because oh, like I don't know if ever researched the stages of decomposition. I don't know. You I know, think it's really you know it's really creepy, but it also is really fascinating. I'm not ready. <laughs> you shouldn't watch it. It really is gonna gross you out. But it doesn't gross me out. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's interesting. Yeah, nothing's grosser than like black putrefaction, which is like when the body just becomes black sludge.
1: <laughs> I actually love seeing photographs of when people have like died on their beds and mm. are discovered like days later, and you get to see the marks that are left on the bed. I actually find Ew. that really fascinating. Oh, it. it's absolutely revolting. Oh, it is, but it's fascinating. Well,
0: uh, there's like the re- a real thing in real life called body farms, um, which essentially scientists put corpses out in the wilderness to study how they decay. This is real. This is a real thing that like people donate their bodies to science, and then their bodies can sit that. on a body farm, and science. It's really fascinating. There's like videos that like time lapse the decomposition of a corpse.
1: I don't think I would want to see that. That's too... It's really interesting. That's too mortifying.
0: I'm not that mortified by it. I
1: don't like re- knowing that I'm going to die. Okay. <laughs> but okay. I, maybe I'll research it. Maybe if I convince myself it's a movie and not real life.
0: Maybe you should watch it with an animal instead of a human.
1: Yeah. That might be better. That might be better. <laughs> um, I want to keep that immortality mentality for as long okay, as possible. Okay. Um, I'm still young. But
0: like the um, bombs could also explain things like burns to the hair and the skin that they found on their bodies. And, um, there are also photographs that, like, this, 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 like, the military testing's all super weird, too, because, like, if it was bombs, too, they carry radiation. This is Soviet Russia, you know? And so radiation could have caused, like, mental problems, like, people to be mentally unstable. Um, like, for example, the photos from the group show that the tent is erected incorrectly, which is weird for an experienced group of hikers who have done this before. Yeah. Um so that could have been like another hint to like the radiation. Mhm. Um but like I don't, like there's always like a counter theory to these theories. Um not all of the hikers were found with radiation, which is oh. weird. So if it was radiation, do by do, you know, caused by bombs military testing it would have affected all the hikers and their equipment, As you saw in those photos, those photos were not damaged by radiation. No. If there was radiation, they would have been damaged. These are film photos. Yeah. Um, film does not last well in any situation. That's valid. <laughs> As someone who works with film, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also, um,
1: like, full of radiation. You can testify. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, additionally, people, but, like, I guess on, like, the the. Pro pro bombing radiation theory. <laughs> the files were suppressed afterwards by Russia, because Russia's That's, weird. Yeah. But this is also Soviet Russia. Yeah. Russia suppresses everything. So like at least Fair. in Soviet Russia.
1: Fair <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. Um
0: There's also some like there's some like like goofy kind of like theories. You might like this one. There's some like pseudoscientific theories. Um What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> they think this this one theory, um, which was talked about on the Discovery Channel. Are you ready for the title of this show? Russian Yeti, the Killer Lives, explored the theory.
1: I'm sorry. Did you say the History Channel? The Discovery Channel. The Discovery Channel. Oh, yes. the Swamp People Channel. Yes. Okay, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> um,
0: where they talked about the Russian Yeti, <laughs> because Yeti is our thing, but they think that the group was killed by the Russian Yeti. <laughs> Um, the show begins with the premise that the skier's injuries were such that only a creature with superhuman strength could have caused them. <laughs> the episode concluded that there would there be no solid evidence for its claims. However, in the interview with the two members of a search party who got on the scene first, they claimed they saw footprints larger than those of a human and that those footprints were never included in an official Soviet government report. Oh. So as far as I'm concerned, let me tell you what I think about that. <laughs> They found these bodies, like, ten days after they were reported missing. Yeah. Snow melts and then refreezes and melts and refreezes. And when that happens, footprints expand because the snow around them is just melting and refreezing and melting and refreezing.
1: I suppose. Have but you ever walked
0: be... in the snow in the winter and, then like, seen your own footprint, like, three days later and it's, like, huge?
1: Oh, um, no. But yeah. also, would it unfreeze in, you know, the mountains of Northern Well, I mean, the mountains like
0: a consistent temperature and also like the ground temperature is not always going to be the same
1: you don't think it would always stay at least below 32 degrees if these people are freezing to death isn't it at least below 32 degrees consistently
0: maybe but you never really know but as far i mean i don't know i feel like a lot of the reports of yetis are due to like people's footprints or animals footprints just expanding from the melting snow
1: i suppose
0: um but that's just me being a uh, don't get me wrong i like the idea of bigfoot and yetis but I just need, like, I want real proof. <laughs>
1: you need, like, dental records and teeth.
0: I want to see it in real life.
1: You want to see it in real life? You won't see the Wendigo, but you'll see a Bigfoot? Are you, like, less threatened Bigfoot's by Bigfoot?
0: Like, Wendigo is intelligent, and also, if it turns sideways, you can't see it. At least Bigfoot's a giant hulking mass. If it turns
1: sideways, you can't see it. Did you it. know that? Yeah, I just I think that's a bit of a stretch.
0: Um you, it's you not think magic. that's a stretch and then there's a wendigo that, yeah that's fully <laughs> obviously not a stretch um no but at least like if it, i'm
1: gonna talk to you scientifically there's no creature that could just flatten itself like that and be invisible
0: um there's no creature like the wendigo that can exist because the whole premise of a wendigo is supernatural no, anyway it's real no the wendigo isn't like a physical being it's a supernatural being i know it's
1: a supernatural entity that comes in takes over people's body and forces them to eat other people and it's all like yeah. spiritual so, but also it's not magic
0: i would argue the supernatural things are don't have to be magic to be supernatural silence okay, silence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Same. um you know i think that's basically everything people still don't know what happened they wow. haven't confirmed what happened, ever? I don't like that. Like I said, you can't ask Russia for information now. Where did you find this? Yeah, love passed. I've been in there for years.
1: How, how did you just...
0: I like... math. we've talked about this. Do you know how much reading I do about creepy shit? Send if, it my way. If I'm I wanna not... want to do more
1: reading about creepy shit. If
0: I'm not reading for homework, I'm reading creepy shit. Less... A couple nights ago, I spent... I I stayed up at night reading a Reddit thread about the creepiest thing they were posted on Reddit, and let me tell you, they are fucking creepy.
1: Send it to me... I'll send you another $5 it's, if you find the threat. It's
0: all I have I had it saved. Oh, perfect. It's real disturbing.
1: Um, maybe this is why you can't sleep at night.
0: No, I never do. Is
1: that the night where you texted me and you're like, my brain was making shit up and I couldn't sleep? No, that was sleep. the night before. That was another night?
0: <laughs> no, I just can't sleep because I can't sleep. Okay, but also, fun fact about this, this incident. There's a movie that's about this incident, like a feature film. Oh. Um... Hang on. What's it called? Devil's Pass. I saw this movie a while Isn't ago. Isn't that on Netflix? Yeah.
1: Is it still on Netflix?
0: No. Damn it. No. We should watch it. <laughs> I
1: would love to watch okay,
0: it. Okay, so it actually has this really funny theory, like funny cool theory. Oh,
1: don't say it if we're going to watch it.
0: Okay, yeah, we should watch it. We should watch it. It's good. It's, it's pretty creepy, actually. I like I'm it. I'm a fan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch it. So, yeah, Devil's Love Pass. Um... And the, the missing tongue freaks me the fuck out.
1: That fucks me that up, That is literally
0: the creepiest part of the entire story. It's,
1: it, the thing about the tongue, too, is, like, was her mouth wide open when she was found? Because, like...
0: She was laying like, face down.
1: So, like, mouth closed, not only potentially closed, but also covered in dirt. like And snow. And snow. She was in a, a riverbed. Yeah, like... That's why I keep thinking that removal of tongue is so intentional. It is not something you just, you don't just stumble upon a tongue within someone's mouth and you're like, I guess I'll remove, like, you have to find a tongue. If you're like, like you're, some creature isn't just going to sniff lips and be like, I wonder what's inside here. Like, they're not going to fucking know. You know, maybe I'm just crazy. I
0: mean, unless she was, unless she died with like, I mean, this is this is taking into account the possibility that she was buried after her tongue was removed. Or maybe it was during. Um, but, but, like, if she was buried after her tongue was removed, if she was laying face down on the ground, um, maybe she died with her tongue sticking out. And then an animal would come up to her and be, like, sniffing around and then take it.
1: Like, what, else, what other sorts of, like, blood analysis is there on that?
0: I don't know. I, mean, I hate that. did DNA testing. I, I bet I, you
1: I could find a lot of information. I have no training or experience, but I could literally just observe these bodies. I bet you bodies. I could crack this case. Not crack it, but I could provide... <laughs> I have so many questions that just anyone with basic observational skills would be able to answer if they saw these bodies.
0: Oh, I watched to tell you one of the weirdest facts about this incident that is weird. It wasn't included in my notes, but I'm sure that it was a thing that was real. So, you know, these people died. They had families. Yeah. Their families obviously wanted to bury them.
1: Right. Again, rip. Oh, too so, soon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Russian government would not let them have individual burials for these people. They buried them all in one place. What? They wanted the families to like shut up about the incident and bury them in a group. So they didn't have as much publicity being drawn to each individual of the incident who was buried. By having one funeral, one mass funeral, you are generalizing this entire incident rather than saying here's a person that died in this incident here's all the people that came to it each yeah. individual time
1: yeah whoa oh i like that isn't that creepy and weird i like that, I like that.
0: yeah and when they fought i mean it's soviet russia you only know, like fighting against soviet russia so much you know like the when they fought the soviet russia like the government was like no like you're going to listen to us like
1: oh man like
0: yeah like We're not fucking
1: around. That just stirs the pot. I love it. Oh, I know. Oh, feed it to me. Feed it to me. It's sizzling.
0: Hey, guys. Carrie Ann here. I just wanted to thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the Archived Podcast. Matt and I are super excited to start working on the second episode and are looking forward to providing you with more spooks. See you next time. Bye.